Good afternoon. This is the mystery book discussion, and we uh, the date is February 28th, 2016, and we are discussing Spider Woman's Daughter um, by Anne Hilleman. And as I usually do when I start these meetings, I say, well, did you like the book? Did you not like the book? And why? I liked it. I didn't expect to because I'm not a Tony Hillerman fan. Um, uh, It it seemed to be faster paced than Tony Hillerman's stuff is. Um, It it just had more of a, a... a life to it. Um, I thought the, the characters were well done. Um, I, I had the same reaction with James Lee Burke, who I really don't like, and and um, his daughter, uh, <laughs> Alifair. She writes really well. He writes well, but I don't like the way he does it. You know, so you you can't go by that. So I found this very entertaining. I really liked it. Um, I thought it was. Uh, I thought it was well, very well written. I thought she. I've never read any Tony Hellerman, but I liked her style. I learned quite a bit about Navajo, Navajos and their different customs. Stuff as much as you could learn from a relatively short book. Um, but I learned a lot because I didn't know it before, so I guess that's learning a lot. Um, and um, and I found it very good. Not the best book I ever read, not the worst book I ever read, but a good book. I would recommend it. I like the book too, and actually, I never read a Tony Hillerman either, and I decided. I'd like to go back and see what he did with these characters that I gather from the blurb um, that she recreated um, so that they could carry on. Um, So if anyone has literally read those books, maybe they can tell me, you know, which one to read. Um, I like, I certainly like the relationship of the, the, husband and wife, and I approved of the degree of violence or lack thereof. So all in all, uh, I would recommend this book also to other people, and I'll look forward to reading another book of hers. Jill, if you ever want to find out series, um, you can find out on Bard by, by looking at... Um, clicking on the title, first title of the book, or you can go to stopyourkillingme.com for any mystery, and uh, they'll give the books in order. Um, and um, they're both really good sources. Yeah, I'm familiar with Stop Your Killing Me, and I've used that quite a bit. Uh, but uh, I take it that he didn't just write about the chi and, and his wife, so uh, 
I don't, I don't want to waste my time, you know, reading something else by his. So I'll, I'll go back there and try, because I, I've never done what you said on Bard itself. So I'll have to give that a try. Thank you. Yeah, I couldn't tell you the series if my life depended on it. I think, and that's in capital letters, that the first book is called The Blessing Way, but I'm not sure. Um, the books, with maybe a couple of the later, a couple of the last books in the series, don't need to be read in sequence. But um, they're. Uh, I'm getting con I'm getting confused because there was some crossover from uh, what he wrote to this one. Um, did Spider Woman's daughter have the thing about the uh, corrupt antiquities dealer, or was that the next one? That kind of ties back into the earlier ones, but. That's about the only thing is the books generally stand by themselves. As far as this book, it was like coming back to an old friend. I just really enjoyed it, even though I've read it once already. Um, I think, and I may be walking out on a limb here, but I think she may be a better author than he, he was. I absolutely agree with you. Well... I really liked it, and I had read it before, and I read it for the second time, and I still liked it, and, um, you know, it really was, um, I thought it was well done. And then I went out, and I read, I read uh, Rock with Wings, read that too, and it's, you know, like, like, uh, Marshall, I am sort of confused between the two of them because I read them one right after the other. But I think Rock with Wings is the one about the uh, antiquities dealer and the pots and the and the uh, the warehouse and the and the fire and all that. I think I'm pretty sure that's what that is. But um, anyway, um, I I really liked it. I like well, you know how I like regionals and I like reading about different cultures and how they fit into our world and and all that and and um this gave me a, a real good dose of that so i liked that um i did go back and i downloaded a couple of tony hillerman's um and i read coyote waits which interestingly enough was the book that um Oh, and I can't remember which which of the Anne Hillerman books it was um, supposedly t talking about, but it was it was um, it was in the Anne Hillerman books because they actually mentioned the incidents that happened at Coyote Waits. So um, I'm I'm slightly confused um, <laughs> about which things happened in which order in which book um but i have this this overall memory of of hot desert and um beautiful you know rock shapes and and um you know interesting people and and stuff so and i guess that's that's the best 
effect of one of these regionals. So um, I really, I really found it very good. I think that ties in with rock with wings. Um, now that you mention it, um, so like I said, if if you, I, th I think you could probably read any of the books in the Tony Hillerman series without tying, you know, without needing to know what's going on. But I found them all good. Well, I would have liked to know, uh, I would have liked to have known more about these people had I read other books in the series. But on the other hand, I found that it was fine. It was, I could read it as a standalone. You guys know that I'm really a bug on reading things uh, in the series one after the other and, and, and not skipping around, but um, I didn't need to with this. Uh, it was fine as a standalone for me. Well, that's why I went back and downloaded a couple of the, the Tony Hillerman books to refresh my memory and why I read Coyote Waits because I, I was, um, no, I, w I wanted to um, refresh my memory, so I did that. Hello, Deb. How are you? Um, I guess I should have sent out a reminder, but nice to see you. Have you read the book, and did you like it? I have indeed, and I apologize for being so late. I knew that I, I got caught and I couldn't get away, so I apologize. I really enjoyed the book more more than I really thought I might. Um, I loved the Tony Hillerman stuff, and I thought she did a pretty good job. Um, maybe I liked the way she dealt with um, the Navajo um, culture better than I actually liked Tony Hillerman. And I enjoyed having most of the perspective be from Bernadette Manuelito, but I missed Jim Chi as being a, a major spokesman. And then, of course, Lee Porton just really was not in it hardly at all. Well, he was, but he wasn't. I mean, <laughs> you know, the whole thing revolved around, you know, who was it that did that to him and why. And so he was in it, but he wasn't. If you, if you take my meaning, um, I don't know if I'm explaining myself very well, but yeah, well, glad you liked it. Good, good. Um, very good. Okay. Um, and let's see. I don't think I have any other comments. Anybody else have any other comments? Yes, I was wrong. It's this one that ties, that I think ties back into Coyote Waits. I got confused. And Jim Chi shows up a lot more in the next one, Rock with Wings. I think the main one that this went back to is that A Thief of Time, the one about um, Chaco Canyon. I think you might be right, because wasn't it, um, you know, the, the, uh, the friend of or the son of or the whatever of the of the guy that died in Chaco Canyon and he blamed um Lee Porn for the the guy's death and uh that was why he did what he did. Yeah. Uh I think you might be right. I'm gonna have to reread that one too. 
Um, but right now I'm um, I'm deep in the woods of of Quebec, so <laughs> I have to wait till I'm through with that before I um, before I turn back to Hillerman. Which book are you reading? Are you reading one of the Three Ponds books, or are you reading one of the um, what's the woman's name who's the medical examiner? I can't think. Oh no, no, I'm not reading um, um, Kathy Reichs. I'm reading um, the Three Pines. Uh, I'm reading Louise Penny's latest. It just came on uh, Bard, you know, a couple of weeks ago or a week ago or whatever the heck it is, and I'm I'm reading it. It's um. Let me see. What's the title? Oh, the nature of the beast. The nature of the beast. I think that she's a good writer. I've never. They're almost a little bit too cozy for me, and that's saying something because I really kind of enjoy cozies. No, there's nothing uh, cozy about this. I mean, it's 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 pretty. It's pretty grim when you think about it, um, but you know, I mean, it, it's cozy in the sense of you don't actually get the violence and the blood and all that. But um, you know, it's uh, it's good. It's very good. It's it's in her style, and and um, a great deal of it is you know the intellectual. Um, puzzling about why oh darn you computer honestly um you know the puzzling about uh you know who did it and why and you know yada yada um but the characters are so interesting you know and the and the little village and the and the cafe and the and the um you know and the bookstore and so forth and so on so it's all very interesting but this one is, um, it's a little dark, but it's very, very good. You know, this was an example that Joni and I are so object to. This was an example where we read book nine in this series. And, and you know, if I hadn't gone back and read book one, I never would have read another Louise Penny, I don't think. And so that's a perfect example of why... I'm opposed when we jump in the middle of a series. And granted, some of them, it doesn't really depend on the former ones, but in her case, I think it really does. I don't think that I knew that Spider-Woman's Daughter was part of a series uh, until I started reading it. And then I thought, uh... Well, I'm not going to go back because I don't know exactly what to go back to. And, and yeah, I, you know, now that I'm thinking about it, of course, I am of two minds because I always am. can't just have one mind. I have to have two minds about things. I, um, I wanted to know more about uh, the different characters. I can't think of names. Uh, the policeman that got shot. I, I wanted to know more about him. Leafhorn or something. Um, now that I'm thinking about it, maybe I will go back and read some Tony Hellerman too. Um, 
This is the first one that Anne has written. Is that correct? Yes, this is the first one, and it's leap horn, as in like a sheep, leap horn. Uh, not with a ph sound, but leap horn is what that is. And if you read it in Braille, you you wouldn't know, but it is is leap horn. Um, you know, a very Navajo name apparently. But um, anyway, yes, this is the first one that she has written, and then the second one that in her continuation of the series is called Rock with Wings. Oh, is that on Bart or Bookshare yet? Yep, it's on Bookshare. Well, I don't know if it's on Bookshare. I read it on Bard, so it is most definitely on Bard. And Joe Leaphorn is the main character through most of Tony Hillerman's books. Okay, thank you, guys. Yeah, Joe Leaphorn has sort of been in, as far as I know, every one of the books that are written about about that mystery series. And um, Jim Chi only came in after maybe, oh, I don't know, at least four or five books. And there's a bunch of them. So, Johnny, you've got a lot of really good reading to do if you enjoyed, if you enjoyed this. Um, Hillerman is maybe just a little bit, I don't know, his voice is a little different than hers. And very enjoyable. But, um, but I didn't think that, I thought she did a pretty good job of continuing it. What was everybody else's thinking on that? Well, I thought that she brought, he, he approached things more slowly, more laid back. I thought he was slow and it took a while to get where he was going. And I thought she was more uh, upbeat somehow, more, more able to convey uh, the same thing, but in a, a livelier way. I really enjoyed her quite a bit more than I I do uh, Tony Hillerman. Um, I can read one and say, okay, now I've had enough of that for a while, and then I'll go back and read another one, you know, that, that type of thing. But if I were doing a series, I couldn't do it. I never read his books, and, I mean, it was over a long period of time, partially because there were new ones that came out. I have been a fan of his for, gosh, 30 years probably. I don't know when he ever started writing, but it's been a long time that I've been reading him. And there's something I kind of enjoy about that slow pace that you're talking about, that it feels like it's sort of him trying as best he can to um, be like a Navajo. You know, they talk about how they sit and wait until the other person is completely done talking before the next person starts talking. And um, that kind of mannerisms, and it sort of felt to me a little bit like that was one of the ways that he, that was part of his writing that, whether it was consciously or not, it was sort of him trying to have that kind of voice. Interesting, yes. Um, now that you mention it, Deb, I think you're right. I hope we haven't lost Jill. hope she comes back. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, very, very good writer and conveying the culture extremely well. And I understand that he is not a Navajo himself, but he lives in New Mexico. So, in fact, the Tony Hillerman novels are part of the reason why um, going to Santa Fe is on my bucket list. Um, 
you know, whether I'll get to it, who knows, but it's on my bucket list. Yeah, he really has spurred my imagination about that part of the world in a way. Um, I, I had the opportunity to do some things in Colorado, which um, the, the, well, in the Colorado Springs area, which is a ways from there, but it's still in that same kind of territory, and it's magical out there, just absolutely magical. Okay. Um, any other comments on um, Spider-Woman's daughter? Well, again, I have to say something about Bard and wishing that there was text-to-speech so that there would be spelling. I don't have a Braille display. Um, I probably... Well, I shouldn't say that I'll never get one, but I would like to see all this stuff so that I could know the spellings and the correct pronunciations because um, on BART it's just impossible because of the way different readers pronounce things, etc., etc. What I've done with that, Joni, is that I put the title in Google and it sends me usually to um, a book review, and then I get all the spellings I want. Oh, I never thought about doing that. Thank you, Mickey. Another good source for something like that is Wikipedia. You'd be surprised. There's usually, for most, even moderately famous books, um, there is usually a synopsis and even probably more discussion than you would ever want to know about things like... Um, Term, so I would be willing to bet you that if you went and looked at any of the Tony Hillerman books, there would be in-depth discussions of a lot of the cultural aspects of it, especially. He may also have a website. He was just, um, his last few books were just getting to the point where websites were coming becoming available. Well, that's that's certainly true. I mean, you know, every author you read these days has a website. I mean, if they're new authors, and um, you know, some of the older authors have websites too that that their fans have created, or whatever. So there's an awful lot of info out there, and um, so yeah. But um, um, but yeah, if, I think I have seen um, Leaphorn's name in Braille, and it it does look like Leaphorn, if you. <laughs> If you're not familiar with, you know how how it's how it's pronounced, so you know it's it's if you read it in Braille, it's it looks like Leaphorn, um, which would be fine, except that isn't what it is. Um, well, it's, you know, it's like my friend that that uh, we were talking about various monsters. This is some years back. We were at a party or dinner or whatever, and and uh, he was talking about chimeras. And we said, "What? Oh, yeah, you you know the monster that's that's called a chimera." And you know this guy was sighted, and he had just seen it in in uh, you know in a book, and he pronounced it chimera because he didn't know. And we said, "No, no, 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 no. It's chimera. It's chimera." And um, he said, no, 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 it's Shimura, you know. <laughs> well, we finally went to the dictionary and discovered that we were right. It is Chimera. 
It's an old Greek word, which is why it, it's pronounced the way it is. So, anyway. All right. Uh, anything else, folks? Okay. Now, here's the $95,000 question. What are we doing for next month? Well, we have a little problem. We, that's Easter Sunday. Um, are people going to be available? I'm not sure whether I will or not. I won't know until closer to time. Or would it be easier to put this group ahead of the um, Worlds of Books? Hmm. Yes, you're right. It is Easter Sunday. I was just doing the calculations and yeah. Um, all right, so when is Worlds of Books? Five o'clock, the third Sunday. Okay, I can't do it on the third Sunday because I'm supposed to be doing a presentation. Um, two, 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 two. Um, yeah, I'm supposed to be doing a presentation out out of the house at our Brighton Historical, whatever the heck you call. Anyway, um, well, we could certainly do it on the 20th, but I wouldn't be there. Um, well, could we, could we move it to 8 o'clock? Would that be a problem, or is there something going on at 8 o'clock that, on, hi, we thought you, we lost you, um, or is there something going on at 8 o'clock on, on that particular day? I was going to ask if we could do it later. I would prefer that to earlier. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what. Um, let me check with, with Bob Acosta and see what is available at 8 o'clock on the third Sunday, which was which is Palm Sunday at 8 o'clock. Um, and if that's convenient for everybody, I think we should do that because the 27th is Easter Sunday. Um, oh, Joni, are, are you involved um, on the 20th? When, when's Passover? I, I don't even know. I haven't gotten that far in my calculations yet. Well, you know, the Jewish holidays are either early or late, and they're never on time. So they're, so Easter being on the 20th, is it the 28th? Uh, Passover is not till April 22nd or something like that. So we don't have to worry about the conflict this year, which is good. But I have a feeling that there's probably nothing going on at 8 o'clock on Sunday night in Accessible World. So, But check with Bob anyway. Um, but I think that that's probably going to all right, then let's do that, because I certainly should be out of the the presentation. Um, it's one of these crazy things that, you know, they're, um, the Historical Society is, is showcasing four, quote, women of Brighton, unquote. And Brighton is a, is a suburb of Rochester, and they want me to talk about my life in Brighton and, you know, yada yada boom so <laughs> so that's what I'm doing on the 20th at 2 o'clock I think it's 2 until 5 or something and I wouldn't get back here 
you know, on time if we did it at 5. So, um, or, and I, I would be still doing it at 4 o'clock. So, if we can do it at 8 o'clock, that's perfectly okay. Um, I will check with Bob Acosta and see what, uh, what we can do. All right, so now that we've solved the, um, the time issue, what are we doing? Uh, that basically was what I was going to ask since I got kicked off the list again. Um, I sure don't know what's wrong and why this keeps happening to people. I, I wish it didn't. And, you know, I, I know we ought to feel really grateful, uh, and I do, for, for this service. But, uh, you know, there's just no logic to why we get, keep getting kicked off. At least, as far as I've discovered, there isn't, and I really don't think it's my computer, except it will say something like, we're trying to find a more accessible something, something, something. Anyway, um, so if you haven't discussed the book yet, then I'm, I guess I'm up with you. We're going to go for 8 o'clock, hopefully, on third Sunday next month. So if I need to know anything else, let me know, will you? Um, the other option would be 8 o'clock on Easter because you know nobody's going to be doing anything on Easter. I mean, we'll do it with our families and that, but I mean, nobody will be doing things online. Well, since I, I'm living on my own, and I am planning on putting a nice little ham in the oven and paddling my feet in my own little house and not going anywhere, um, I could do 8 o'clock on Easter. What do, you, what do you guys figure? Do you want Palm Sunday or Easter? Uh, let me know. Take a vote or whatever. Well, whatever you guys want to do is fine with me. Either one is fine with me. Yeah, I'm okay with either one, too. Either one is fine with me. Oh, guys, you, you were so accommodating. Well, I'll tell you what. Let's do 8 o'clock on Palm Sunday, which is the 20th. That way, everybody will be satisfied. And Okay, if we can't do 8 o'clock on Palm Sunday... Then we'll ask for 8 o'clock on Easter, but we we want uh, 8 o'clock on Palm Sunday. Um, all right, very good. So what book are we doing? Um, I know I had suggested one last time, but I didn't write down the title, naturally. Wait a minute, let me see what, what I did write down. Uh, Barclay. Oh, Barclay? I have Barclay here and Tularosa. Tularosa. That was the the um, that was the guy um, that I really liked. Um, another Western um, Western novel, but I don't think we need that because we've already had that. Maybe we should wait a couple of months for Tularosa. Anybody got any suggestions? I was. <laughs> I was going to suggest Tularosa simply because I was told that was the book we were going to read, um, and I've read it, um, so you know would be one less book I would need to read. Um, but I agree with you, Anne, and it, because it was interesting because they really are so similar in the locale that um, I, I would go along with. Are waiting too, but I really like Michael McGarity, and I think that Tularosa is worth reading eventually. Yeah, Tularosa was a good book. Uh, the three of the five of us have read it. Okay, 
All right, so do you want to do Tularosa for, um, for next month? If you've all read it, it would be easier because um, with holidays and all that kind of stuff, you wouldn't be, um, you know, you wouldn't have to read anything by a deadline and that kind of stuff. What y'all think? Well, I haven't read it, but I'll read it. I have plenty of time, so. But how do you spell it? T-U-L-A-R-O-S-A, and the author is Linwood Barclay. B-A-R-C-L-A-Y. Thank you very much. I don't have a DB number, but um, I could go on Bard and look. But uh, I think you, uh, well, I'm not quick like, like Alan is, because uh, he's able to go and, and, you know, look stuff up real quick. Because um, I, think, I think he's a partial, isn't he? Um, sorry, I'm using old-time terminology. Um, he's visually impaired, as opposed to blind. Mickey, isn't Tula Rosa Michael McGarity? Um, I think I, I still think he's a partial, but I think he's lost a lot of his sight. But I still use the old terminology too, Ann. Um, oh, uh, well, I, um, I like Linwood Barkley, but, um, so who is the author of this? I thought it was uh, McGarity. I don't know why I have Barclay written down. I don't have any title. I just have Barclay written down here. Um, that's that's all I have uh, written down. Is you know I write down people's suggestions and stuff. So I don't know what Barclay wrote, but it is Michael McGarity. Yeah, well, you said Barclay, and I went right along with you. <laughs> but um, yeah, it was a good book. It was interesting and since I have two books book uh, groups that day that'll be interesting okay all right well um, okay then I guess we're we're pretty much agreed okay we will stick to the southwest and then for um, for April we'll do something spring-like and fun and and light I don't know something um i have no idea what but we'll find something um but if if any of you louise penny fans um are interested in this book i'm in the middle of it's called the nature of the beast and um that is the title of the latest penny novel um louise penny um, other than that, I, um, have been reading science fiction, so I, I won't burden you with all that, except to say that, um, Solomon's Arrow is an excellent book, and it is available on Bookshare, but not on Bard. So, if, if you want to read science fiction, you can do that, too. Yeah, just so my fuzzy brain it's 8 p.m eastern on march 20th right correct and i i'll of course be sending on a blurb and all that so um you know stick it in your calendar or whatever um i love my my uh apex calendar because it keeps all my dates and and reminds me by beeping at me ha <laughs> 15 minutes before something's supposed to happen and it's very good that it does that because it really 
made it possible for me to uh, join the fantasy group list Tuesday because I had totally forgotten about it. And uh, uh, I'm downstairs watching something on TV or whatever, and all of a sudden, beep, 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 beep. And what the heck am I supposed to be doing? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so it, it really... It really is is a good thing. All right, Tularosa by uh, Michael McGarity, and we're meeting at eight o'clock on Palm Sunday, which is March twentieth. Okay, very good, guys. Any other comments on books you're reading or anything else before we call this uh, call this meeting closed? And I have something for you. I know that you're a Dana Stabenow fan. And I just saw that um, she is making a new Kate Shugak. I don't think it's done, and I don't. Know, there's not a publication date yet, but I think there's even a title, which I don't remember now what it's going to be. I have a question. Is J.A. Jance, is that the one? See, I'm, I'm reading... A J.P. Beaumont, and it's a number one in the series, apparently. And isn't she the one that wrote, and I can't remember the series name, but about the the woman sheriff? Can anyone tell me whether I'm right about that? You're absolutely right. She wrote the J.P. Beaumont series, and she wrote the uh, Joanna Brady series, which is the books you're thinking of. Um, and she, she wrote another series about another gal, um, and I forget exactly what she does, but, um, and I've read a lot of her stuff, I like her stuff. Oh, uh, but about Stabano, that is totally excellent, that is completely and totally excellent, um, because the last Kate Shugak, uh, we got, uh, I, she took us out on a cliffhanger, and I'm hanging there by my fingernails, and, and uh, my hands are getting kind of numb at the moment. Um, so I hope she hurries up, because I really don't want to fall over this cliff. Because, uh, you know, I mean, she, she, oh, she left the reader just hanging by their fingernails. I mean, here you've got Kate Shugak and um, her, her. Uh, well, are they married? Well, anyway, her boyfriend and the 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 perpetrator of the crime, whatever, and they're all in a configuration. And um, Kate gets shot, and the the mutt gets shot, and uh, I think the the perpetrator gets shot, and that was how she left it, you know, just boom. <laughs> I was so mad because I'm hanging off the end of this cliff. Well, she did it once before with um, Hunter's Moon and left you just hanging there. And um, so she has a habit of it, and I, I don't appreciate it. But anyhow, I'm very happy about the Kate Shugak. Well, besides the fact that my fingernails are bleeding because of hanging on that cliff, um, it also gives us something to look forward to and to grab the book as soon. That's a good marketing ploy. Do you guys remember the name of the book? Because I think I must have missed that one, and I really 
thought I would, you know, had read all of them, but I, that lesson doesn't ring a bell with me, or I'd be hanging there too. So if anyone remembers the name, I'd like to know what it was. Well, the one, the last one in the series was something about blood, um, and I don't remember the exact title, because she's got three or four of them that have to do with blood. So uh, whether it was a taint in the blood or a, a, a blood will tell or blood something. Anyway, um, but Moon uh, Hunter's Moon is the one way back in the series where her um, the guy she was going with at the time, uh, Jack, whatever his name is, gets shot. And the, the final scene is her holding his body and wailing. And that was how it was left. I mean, it's just, ah. Uh, and um, I, I was very happy that day to find the sequel on Bookshare, and I started reading immediately because she left me hanging on a cliff. But this one I couldn't do anything about because there was no sequel. So I, I'm right. Yes, I, you're right. My, my fingernails are bleeding too. So <laughs> I, I'm very glad about this. Um, Attainted in Blood, I think it's one of the very first of those books. It's, But it is something about blood. I'm sorry, I don't remember the name either. But I thought Hunter's Moon was probably one of the most devastating books I ever read. I mean, I was just absolutely, that just killed me. And I'm like you, and if I hadn't been able to find the sequel very quickly, I would have just, I don't know what I would have done. Well, I remember it vividly because I went running to, book, to uh, Baird to see if there was a sequel, and there wasn't one, and I remember sitting there and actually screaming out loud. And so I went to, <laughs> so I went to Bookshare, and I got it from Bookshare, and I had to read it with that horrible computer voice because I didn't have better tools back then. And um, But I started it almost half an hour after I finished the, the first one because it was so... I mean, the, the cliffhanger was so amazing. I did the same thing, Anne. Although, I read a lot, I've read a lot of them through books here. I would really miss the voice of the woman who has read most of those books, I think. Wow. But, um, I, and, I, and I, I must have read it later than you did because there, it was already there on Bard after I read Hunter's Moon. Uh, so I was able to get it that way but boy oh boy that one just about killed me well I think I'm going to be the first one to bug out have a nice week everybody and and thanks for a good discussion but I'm hungry I gotta make some food oh dear well we 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 want to let you do that um all right well uh so long everybody um thank you all for coming and I'm gonna go and watch the news and then I'm gonna get something to eat because I ate rather later, probably, um, than, than Mickey did, because I didn't get home from church till 10 after 1, God help us. Oh, well, we're rehearsing for Easter, so, you know, we have rehearsals after Mass and yada yada. So, anyway, all right. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody.